Hey there, it's Kristen Manning with Holistic Home and Lifestyle. Um, I want to talk about RV life, RV living today. Uh, I'm kind of going off the cuff with this a little bit because I'm trying to get my RV looking perfect so I can do a little photo shoot to show a before and after because we redesigned my husband. Okay. So let me start off by saying in case anyone doesn't already know, which I'm sure you do, because I mention repeatedly that I live in an RV right now. Um, my husband and I were living in Portland and last November we decided to, well, to be honest, uh, things were going in a very bad direction in the world. And I had just heard God saying, it's time to go. And I didn't actually want to go necessarily. I, there was a lot I loved about Portland and, um, it was hard, but basically I just kept praying about it. And I kept saying, Lord, my husband's got to be on board. You know, I can't make this decision for the both of us. So if this is really your will, then he's got to be on board. And, So ultimately, I think it was March of March of last year, I was saying, you know, Blake, it was it was right when they locked down everything. And I was like, they're going to lock down Portland again, they're going to do it. And do we really want to be stuck here when that happens? And what if we were to just buy an RV, sell our house, buy an RV, and see where life takes us and just, you know, maybe ride out the financial collapse and then take the money that we got from this house and buy another house on the cheap you know just ideas like we had no idea where exactly this was leading us and he was on board long story short and so we decided to enjoy the summer and then uh you know get the house was beautiful so i mean there wasn't a lot of fixing up to do but just like touching up paint and packing and getting rid of stuff and uh all that and then finding an RV was another huge part of it. And we didn't know, you know, I know my, my husband doesn't like to haul or pull trailers. So we knew that a fifth wheel, like the really awesome giant ones that you see people living out of all the time was not going to be what we were getting. It would be great. I've got to say now knowing, um, just how much (laughs) stuff really accumulates in an RV when you're living in it full time. But I'm going to get to all of that, but I'm just giving you a little background of how we got out. So I promise this is going to be an exciting, informative, and especially if you're thinking about uh, maybe buying an RV, moving into one, I don't know, you know, there's, there's a million different reasons to do it. I just uh, explained our reason for doing it. And, you know, another reason might be I'm renting a house right now but I'd really love to own. I'd love to buy a piece of property, put the RV out there and live in that until I can build, which is also what we're doing. So, um, or, you know, the world's in a really weird place right now. Maybe you're having a lot of skepticism about where things are going and you just want to feel secure that you've got a place to live at all times. Maybe you want to break free from the monotony and do some traveling in your home full time and just you know, not have a house you've got to pay for or rent or something back home and just travel and see where life takes you. I don't know. Maybe you're just curious what it's like for other people's life. And honestly, living in an RV has really shown me what it means to stay organized 
because it's, you know, I'm all about organization and decluttering and all of that. I cannot stand a cluttered space. And I'll tell you what, in an RV, especially one the size of ours, it's, it's very difficult. And, um, you learn a lot of new tricks and, and ways to do things. And you, you learn that it's a never ending process, honestly, to keep things organized. Um, but back to what I was saying, we, found the RV. It's a class A, one of the, it looks like a bus. It's not the one that has the van body with the head, the bed overhead. That would, that's a C class. This one's a class. And, um, so it's a giant bus, but instead of getting a 40 foot one, which most commonly they are, we have a 30 foot bus. So that means it's even smaller (laughs) than the normal bus, uh, type RVs that you see on the road which is great for driving because I mean, honestly, like these things don't stop very, uh, effectively. They, you know, and people drive crazy, they slam on the brakes, they cut you off. It's, it's honestly, I'm not going to lie. When we go on trips in this thing, I'm like terrified pretty much the whole time. Just like read a book, do something besides look out the window. (laughs) I don't know if anyone else out there who may or may not be in an RV or even just part-time can relate, but it is, stressful to say the least. Um, so anyway, so we've got a little bit smaller of one. There's a bedroom with, you can walk around it on the sides, but you really kind of have to shimmy past some certain areas. Um, a lot of them have just a bed pressed into walls and you basically just jump up on your bed. Ours has, um, and I am going to put some pictures, the before and after we did an entire overhaul of this RV when we got it. So it's got, that's something we really wanted was, um, walk space on each side of the bed. That was kind of a big deal. And then we've got, you know, a bathroom that connects the bedroom and the kitchen, dining, living room area. Uh, we've been living in this RV for almost a year now for 10 months. So it's been, a while we've done a lot of staying put in one place and we've done traveling as well. We've done a couple months of just traveling in it and then we've done about, what, eight months of staying in place, which is nice actually, um, especially with just the way things are going right now in the world. The traveling was great also, but staying in place is also fine in an RV. And to be honest with you, I don't have a lot of issues with it except there are some, there are some issues and, and because we're building a house and we bought property and we've got the promise of being in a house again, you can start to see like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get to a bigger kitchen. Or for instance, I've, I've said before, we have a 50 amp trailer. That means we've plugged into 50 amps of power. We can plug into less. You have to have a little adapter and you can plug into less. And that's actually what we're plugged into a 30 amp plug right now. And we're in, in Arizona in the summer. And in the winter, it didn't matter that we were plugged into 30 amps because the heater or the furnace runs off of the propane and Uh, You can still do everything and you don't really care if your house gets heated up because it's cooler out. So it's almost like free, you know, if you by using the oven is what I'm saying. Like we've got a a convection oven slash microwave. I don't use it as a microwave. I use it as the convection oven, which is great. It's pretty cool. It looks like a microwave, though. I always wanted one of those cute little oven, the stovetop ovens 
that um, people have in RVs. I thought, oh, that'd be so cute. That's not what we got. And to be honest, we couldn't fit it in here because below there's a little two burner stove top and below that is drawers. And then so above that, it looks like a microwave, but it actually does really work as a convection oven, browns, pizzas, whatever, you know. Um, so it's just, it's kind of, yeah, it's limiting for cooking. Okay, wait, let me start with what's good about it. What's great about it is rent is really cheap. We, we plug in to, th- oh, we're plugged into third. Okay, you guys, I'm getting off track. You know what? I told you I'm going off the cuff today and you know me, I can get sidetracked pretty easily. So, um, so let me just start with what's great about it and then I'll get back to the 30 amp hookup. What's great about it is it's, uh, it has everything that we need in it. I mean, I'm a prepper, okay? I've, I mean, I've got food stocked up. We keep our 100-gallon water tank full, but we're hooked up, uh, we're plugged into, you know, all the, so we've got a hose running water into our RV at all times. So we can keep that tank full in case of an emergency. I also stock up on like a ton of gallons of water and I put them around the driver's seat in the front so they're kind of out of sight but they're right there they're not out of sight when you walk in but because the front door is where the passenger door would be if this was an actual car and you step up into the RV and um, like I said I am gonna put a whole blog with before and afters up so you'll get to actually see this but um Yeah, all our stuff is in one space. The rent is really cheap. We're plugged in and to everything, and it's $4.50 a month. Um, We're going to be able to move out to our property and live on our property during the build as soon as we get the rest of the power and septic in out there, So, which is all just a waiting game. It's so fun to be building right now. Anyway, um, you can do whatever you want to. It's not like renting an apartment. Uh, we don't have to pay pet deposit. We even have, I'm not joking you, chickens now. We have chickens and we have apple tree, citrus trees, a huge herb garden, like raised bed garden things, everything that we can take with us when we go. So it's really cool because we basically have this mini RV homestead and uh, the chickens are new. We've had them for just over a week, so they're still babies, but, and, and that's the thing. They, (laughs) if you have chickens or you want chickens, you have to keep them inside when they're young because they need to be at a certain temperature. Well, luckily it's Arizona and it's warm out. So I keep them outside for a good portion of the day until it gets too hot in the afternoon. I bring them back in and they stay in a little box in our shower, which is not ideal in a small space like this. Um, but it's happening and, you know, we got them at this point in time because once they get to a certain age, they'll be able to stay outside the entire time. My fear is predators. We, there are dogs and Havelina that get in here. I don't think Havelina are going to do anything, but there is a neighbor dog that comes in this yard and I'm a little worried about that, but we're going to make sure we secure those birds because we love them. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, what else is good about the RV? We got to redo it and make it our own. Yeah, it's not like living in an apartment where you can't do anything you want to it and you're just stuck with it and you know it's temporary. It's It feels like our home. It feels like our actual home and it is. And we'll always have it. So when we have a house again, we'll be able to travel. Um, honestly, the space, it, it's, I think I did the math and it's about 230 square feet. So the bedroom is kind of like a spot I can come and hang out and separate or Blake can come take a nap, but not in the summer because 
we're plugged into 30 amps, like I was saying. And so we we can't turn on both ACs at once. We can only turn on one air conditioner. And that basically is going to be the main room in the front. So the bathroom gets hot during the day. And especially now that we've got a heat lamp in there for the chickens. And the bedroom is hot during the day. So we're kind of confined to one space, which was not the case when we were traveling and we were plugged into 50 amps. It was like, oh my gosh, this is a relief. I can go in the back bedroom and read a book. I can go do whatever I want and separate and like you can be comfortable out here. And it's just, it was wonderful. So we're definitely getting a 50 amp plug when we get to our property. Um, but it's, the kitchen is tiny. I, I will tell you what, when it was winter and we first got here, I felt limited by the size of the kitchen. Now I'm thinking, man, if I could even just use my convection oven and heat this place up and not worry about it. And well, oh, that's the thing too. We can't use the convection oven while the AC is running on 30 amps. You just can't. There's not enough power to run. Now we could turn on the generator and do that, but the generator's loud and it's just, it's a whole thing. Trust me. It's, it's weird. But, um, but now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, if I could even just use that oven, I could open up like a whole new world of what I'd be able to cook in here. So being a person who likes to diversify what I eat, I do enjoy cooking. I enjoy taking time and making a meal, like carefully sourcing the ingredients, chopping them, preparing the meal. In a small space, it's a lot harder to get into that mode because you're trying to wash a dish in where the only real counter space is. Like I said, this isn't one of those fifth wheel trailers where there's a big kitchen. It's it's challenging to say the least, but I think it also helps you work. Well, I think it makes you a stronger person because you have to figure out, well, first of all, you can't be super spoiled, right? Because a big giant kitchen, not everyone has. Some people have to work with what, I mean, if we're going to get real, some people live in third world countries and they uh, cook over an open fire and they make stuff outside in the dirt and stuff. So, but, but this isn't, I mean, this isn't for the faint of heart. <laughs> like, if you are a person accustomed to your all of your comforts and uh, this, this RV life is probably not for you. But if you're up for a challenge and some of those things don't matter to you, or at least not in the short term, you can do it for sure. Um, sometimes it's like, I want to travel. I want to see stuff and be like in the comfort of my own bed, right? Oh my gosh, I can't tell you what a difference it makes to be traveling and be going home to your own home. Like we've got a dog. He comes with us wherever we go. And um, we don't have to worry about that when, you know, yeah, yeah, sometimes we travel nearby and we bring him to dog-friendly hotels. But a dog-friendly hotel stinks like a dog. Like, it smells like a dog kennel. It's like, did they not mop in here? I mean, what? Because I've been to ones where they have no carpeting. It's just, it's kind of gross. Our RV does not smell like a dog. I'm a clean freak. I use natural cleaners, chock full of essential oils and goodness. I mean, this place doesn't smell like a dog. Um, sorry, I had to take a swig of my coffee. We're doing like a coffee chat. So this morning I'm, I'm cleaning the crap out of this RV. Listen, when you live in an RV and I'm, you know, a budding herbalist right now, I'm doing all of this herbalism, uh, courses and medicine making, and I'm getting all this new stuff that I'm stoked on making lotions and it's amazing. Oh my gosh. An herbal lotion, you guys. So anyway, it's, 
I'm getting all this new stuff. And so it's like, okay, well, we don't, where is it going to go? Uh, all of our storage is packed full. So then I start going through things and I'm like, okay, I've got, you know, I've got seasonal decorations in here. Do I really need that right now? No, I don't. Um, so I take that out and I take out some games we don't play. And what I end up doing is I bring stuff either to a storage unit that we've got because like I said, we're building a house and in order to, we wouldn't have had, well, we have a pod. So when we sold our house, we sold almost everything except for some like irreplaceable things that we love and we really didn't want to get rid of. And, you know, my husband's got a cool skateboard collection and all kinds of stuff like that. But, um, we, so we have a pod. We can't get into that pod. It's stacked somewhere halfway across the state. I mean, so we ordered all of our um, appliances for the new house because there's all of this shipping shortage stuff, you know, like people can't get a lot of this stuff. And we got some great deals on all this black stainless steel appliances, this awesome stove. I didn't want to worry about it not being available when the time came. So we just bought it. We got the storage unit and now we have a place to put some stuff. We also uh, take up like an entire closet at my parents' house full of food storage for the apocalypse and uh, the excess stuff that I find that I'm like, I got to get this out of here. I got to make space for new things. So it's a never ending battle to be rearranging and figuring out where things are going to go. And the ki- the the refrigerator, this is good and bad. It has to be cleaned and gone through regularly. The pantry has to be organized regularly. Uh, the closet has to be organized regularly. Laundry, we do laundry in a little machine. Sometimes I take it to my parents' house and do it while I'm working. I use it as an office over there. They're about a mile away. We're lucky. Um, I go over there to use their internet because it's a lot faster than my wi-fi hotspot and we're not really interested in paying for internet right now so i'll go over there i'll use that i'll go to the coffee shop use it but when i go to my parents house sometimes i bring my laundry with me other than that we've got this little washing machine and i hang dry everything outside it's really cool the way it works i should actually take some pictures of it and show people it's kind of like an off-grid washing machine it's it's very simplistic it's crazy but it totally it totally does the job and what's cool about it is you see the water coming out because you're draining it into the shower and you're like wow my clothes get so dirty if you're not washing your clothes and doing a second rinse with water I'm telling you right now your clothes are still filthy because I see it now (laughs) and I see the water drain out even I sometimes I do it depending on what it is sometimes I do a third rinse with water because it's still not running clear it's crazy um So that's a quick tip. Everyone do a second rinse in the washing machine. No questions asked. Um, Okay, what else? What else? What else? I'm a plant lover. I've got a million plants in this thing, and they take up the entire dash, and they take up a lot of space. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a little bit nuts because I get new plants all the time. So a bunch of my plants are at my parents' house again. Um, And then, of course, I get garden stuff for outdoors and we make the outdoors really cute and we don't have to worry about packing it in and moving it because we just stay here full time. So that's really nice. Um, sorry, I know I keep saying I'm a lot. I'm trying to think of all of the things to tell you about RV life. And of course, if anyone has any questions, please ask me because especially if you know, you're considering doing it, sorry, if you're considering moving into an RV, I would definitely get all my questions answered right away. 
beforehand. Um, oh, yes, because we are in Arizona in the summer, we're not parked under any shade at all. So I've had to take, it gets hot in here. It gets hot. I'm telling you in the 90s in the daytime. And this coming week, it's 100, 200, 305. And I thought, oh, man, it's September. It's going to be cooling down. Well, not yet, apparently. And when it gets into like the 100, 105, it's hot in here. And I have those window things for your car, those little metal or reflective window windshield things on all of the west facing windows. So there's not as much light in here as there normally is because of that. But they make a huge difference. So little tip, um, the kitchen window, I just put foil over because it's too small for for those. Be great to be under some shade. We kind of looked into building something that we could take with us. Turned out it was going to cost about 12 grand uh, as something that actually withstands the the wind and the crazy monsoons and stuff and wouldn't just... There's, there's certain things you can park under, and if they're not bolted... Honestly, they're supposed to be bolted into a cement pad. We're not on a cement pad. If they're not bolted into a cement pad, those things are goners when these winds and these storms come through. So... Yeah, so we decided to forego that and just kind of, we were using frozen water bottles just to lay with when it was in the 115 heat wave. I think two of them came through here, but one of them lasted about a week and I was absolutely miserable. It made me an entirely better person to live through that. I was taking frozen water bottles and like putting them on my body and on the dog's body because he was panting. We had the fan on. Uh, My husband was somehow powering through it. I don't know pretty amazing I was so hot and so mad (laughs) it was pretty unbearable and then I decided you know what I need to make the best of this this is only making me stronger and better and more prepared for any kind of gnarly thing that might happen I'm telling you it was easily 100 degrees in here and there was not much we could do about it it would yeah cool off in the evening when the sun wasn't beating on it but it was pretty rough um So, oh, and so because we only have the front AC on about a half hour before I go to bed, I turn it off and turn the bedroom one on to cool this room down. So, you know, we've, we've really figured out how to, how to live with it. Remodeling the entire RV was awesome. I'm an interior designer and I'm a health coach in case anyone doesn't know. Um, and we redid this entire thing. We painted every single surface. We got a new sink. We did a wood countertop in the bathroom and a wood table. We left the counter in the kitchen. I wallpapered some areas. Of course, I hung plants. I got new curtains. That's another thing because there are some um, blinds in the other room. It made me think cleaning and dusting is has to happen all the time, all the time. It's, it gets very dusty. An RV, I, I, it just can't be as sealed up as a house. It must not be because dust gets in, dirt gets in. And of course, if it's nice out, we open the windows. So obviously dirt and dust are getting in. But I'm telling you, these blinds, I just cleaned them and they were disgusting. So there's that. 
But I think that having to clean all the time isn't the worst thing that could happen. You know what I mean? We need to be cleaning pretty regularly because I don't think we realize how dirty things get. When you live in a small space like this, you're confronted with dirt. It's right in your face. When you live in a bigger home, you can kind of walk past a surface that's dusty and maybe not even notice it because there's so much space. I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to get into a house again. We probably won't even begin. Well, plans are in county now, so we'll see how long that takes to get approved. And then we can really begin building and that'll be awesome. But until then, you know, it's just it's this weird waiting game. You guys, the world's a crazy place right now. If you're stuck in some place where you're like unsure about things or you want to, I don't know. I don't know where you're at. I can imagine a lot of people are renting right now and they want the security of owning a home and owning it outright, especially. And that's not super attainable in the short term, but in the long term it is. And you're just like, feel like you're in this waiting period. Well, I'm there with you. I know exactly what that's all about. So I am going to do a blog post all about the before and afters. I'm going to show you life in the RV. I'm going to show you how I decorate, how I keep it clean, how I organize. I've got a whole RV section of my website coming out. You know, it's about, if you haven't been to the new website, it's holistichomeandlifestyle.com. It's so cool. I just launched it, you guys. It's beautiful. It's going to, of course, be evolving over time. But basically, I'm offering one-on-one coaching right now to help you identify roadblocks that are getting in your way of whatever it is you want to accomplish. Um, I I wanted to niche down more than that. And, and my membership that I'm creating is more niched down. But I feel like everyone's got roadblocks. And, it's a, and I can help people. I'm good at helping people figure out what they are and what they need to do to uh to get it all worked out and get on the right path and start taking actions and and um you know accomplishing the goals that you want to accomplish whatever that may be but but ultimately my main message is you know all good health starts at home and so home should be clean organized stocked with everything you need it should be beautiful and peaceful and a place you really want to be ambiance plays a huge role in in everything i mean i think about going to you know a really gorgeous restaurant versus going to just kind of a hole in the wall not as cool i mean i don't know some people love hole in the wall dive bars and there's something to that as well. There's still an ambiance in a dive bar and it can be fun if it's kind of cavernous or whatever, you know, there's something about it that's drawing you in. But when you go into just like a plain white wall, like two small weird pictures, you don't even understand why they're there. And uh, it just doesn't feel like anything like me and I'm screaming to get out. I'm just like, get me out of this place. Let me. But, but if I go out to eat or I go to just anywhere really and it's gorgeous I'm like I'm so happy to be there I'm taking it all in it's it I wish I could put into words what it does for me and just it just it settles you into the moment or something you're just you're there and you're happy you're there and now you you want to take in everything it's not just the ambience you're like oh my gosh this food is so good you know even a a friend's house who it's decorated nicely you're like I want to come over again when when can we come back over for dinner you know So I think that your home should be a place you want to be. So my membership is all about creating 
a decluttered, organized, gorgeous home, and then, you know, detoxing it and keeping it like a place where, where good health can come from. It's going to have courses to help you keep plants alive, to create natural cleaners, great ways to use essential oils for your health and for to replace artificial fragrances, you know, good, good blends, all kinds of fun stuff like that really hands-on stuff because I know I can read books all day and I can, but when someone's showing me how to do something, uh, through visuals or videos, I get, I can do it a lot better. So for instance, I was taking this herbal medicine course and I was like, yeah, I've read books on all of this exact stuff. But when the person in the course was showing me how to do it and I did it right then and there, cause I had all the stuff it was like a whole di- it made me do it i wasn't afraid of ruining it i saw how it was really done and i did it you know what i mean and so sometimes it's so simple it's like you can read about things but you you want that hands on video and and pictures and you want the guidance the actual guidance so that's what it's all about and then there's also going to be group coaching And so that would be once a week or once every two weeks that will help keep people on track who are doing the membership. So it's going to be really awesome. Um, The one-on-one coaching is totally available right now. The, The membership and the group coaching is coming. So and soon. And when I launch it, it's going to be at the most discounted price. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be a one-time thing to get in at that price. And it will be my founding members launch. So go to holistichomeandlifestyle.com and get on the wait list for the founding members launch. So if you are interested in doing this, you can get in at like literally the most affordable price in the entire world. There's recipes on there. There's blog posts all about, you know, your home and your health. And there's also going to be RV life sections just because an RV is a home for many people. And maybe you want it to be your home, but either way, it's my home right now. And so I figured I should share that. So all that stuff's going to be available on there. It's going to be awesome. And I really hope in the future to start potentially selling some of my herbal lotions I've been making that are amazing. Oh my gosh. They've been... I just love them so much. They're so moisturizing and they've, they're just literally, you're soaking up so much d- wonderful medicines and, and herbs and natural. I feel like the word medicine kind of has a, a bad connotation. Now it feels like toxic, especially with everything going on in the world now. It's like medicine uh, is very evil sounding, but natural medicines, healing properties, things that are so nourishing to your skin and they're just soaking in and they're soaking deep especially when you use herbs like comfrey that has the ability to penetrate deep into tissues. It's amazing. So all that is coming. You guys, I'm super excited. I want to hear your questions about RV life. So um, if you're listening to this on Apple, please leave a review, ask your questions. You can always email me at holistichome at protonmail.com, holistichome at protonmail.com. It's P r-o-t-o-n mail.com uh let's see what else follow me on telegram so it's just at holistic home and life and that's where i post a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world um it's more about that kind of thing how to prep all that goodness i i hope 
you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know it was just a little bit of me. I don't know. I ha- Like I said, it was off the cuff. I just came on, wanted to tell you about it. You know what, what I'm not going to do is listen to this podcast before I post it. I'm just going to post it and see how it goes. Sometimes I'll record something and then I listen to it. And I'm like, is that even anything? And so I don't even post it. And it, and it really probably was something to somebody. So I'm not even going to do that. I'm just going to send this right through. So uh, everyone, don't forget, go to my website, get on the wait list if you're interested in the membership and have a fabulous Tuesday. All right. Bye.